Hello, you lovely word nerds. Thank you for joining me. Yes, I am taking a risk and I am recording a fifth episode in a row. I can't believe it. Today is December 21st and you know what that is. It is the winter solstice. Uh, I hope you know about it, but if you don't, uh, it's the shortest day of the year. After today, everything looks up. We get more and more light every day until June 21st-ish, and then it goes the other direction. But now things are going to start looking up. Don't you hate it when you leave work and it's like 4 p.m. or whenever you leave work and it's dark already? Ugh, that is the worst. Okay, the first word for this episode is auger effect, capital A-U-G-E-R, second word E-F-F-E-C-T. This is a noun from 1928, a process in which an atom that has been ionized through the emission of an electron with energy in the X-ray range undergoes a transition in which a second electron is emitted rather than an X-ray photon, called also auger process. And this is from Pierre V. Auger, Auger, maybe. Uh, he died in 19, sorry, 1993, and he was a French physicist. Yeah, his name is probably Auger. I don't know what that description was, so we are going to move on to Auger Electron, or maybe Auger Electron. Oh, actually, Auger. Ah, Auger. That's how it's pronounced, because it says that. Okay. Uh, so that was Auger effect, and this is Auger electron. This is a noun from 1939, an electron emitted from an atom in the Auger, Auger effect. And next is Auger electron spectroscopy. I know this word. Just say it. Get it out of your mouth. Auger electron spectroscopy. This is a noun from 1970. An instrumental method for determining the chemical composition of a material surface by means of analysis of the energies of Auger electrons emitted from the surface, called also Auger spectroscopy. Uh, that is not in the dictionary. Next, we have the word ought. A-U-G-H-T. It is the first form. It is a pronoun, I guess. That's, it says P-R-O-N. Uh, it is from before the 12th century. Number one, we have the synonym anything. Number two, synonyms are all and everything. Uh, as in, for aught I care. Uh, also as in, for aught we know. Uh, so basically means like, we know everything. I care about everything. And uh, I will throw out my own two cents. If you throw an N at the beginning, that means not. Uh, which is one word for zero, uh, so it basically just means nothing. So we'll we'll get to that, uh, and it'll uh, I I expect it to be the opposite of this one. This is from Old English, uh, awit, a w i h t, which is from uh, a, which means ever, plus wit, which means creature, um, or thing, creature or thing. Uh, so basically, it it means uh, everything, ever, every creature or thing and there's more at the words i a y e and white w i g h t now we have the second form of ought it is an adverb from the 13th century it is archaic and it means uh, the synonym is at all now we have the third form of ought it is a noun from 1872 one we have these synonyms zero and cipher 
C-I-P-H-E-R. Or would it be cipher? I don't know. Number two is archaic. Synonyms are non-entity and nothing. Uh, so it is interesting. Uh, oh, we'll get to the etymology in a minute. Uh, number three is plural. So aughts. The first decade of a century. And uh, ba, ba, ba. yeah, I guess now that I think about it, ought I have heard as zero. Not, I think, is also for zero. But let's look at the etymology because it says it is an alternative of the word not, N-A-U-G-H-T. Um, and it says resulting from false division of a not. Uh, so I guess in the evolution of that word, it just somehow got turned into ought. But I can't wait to get to the word not and find out what that says. Okay, next we have uh, Ojit. Ojit. Uh, A-U-G-I-T-E. This is a noun from 1804. One, a usually black or dark green mineral that consists of aluminous pyroxene and is found especially in igneous rocks. Uh, number two, we have the synonym pyroxene or pyroxene, one of those. Uh, let's see, agitic is an adjective, and it says this is from Latin, agites, or agites, agites, something. That means a precious stone, and that is from the Greek, agites. Now we have augment. Uh, it is the first form. It is a verb from uh, the 14th century. Transitive definitions are first. One, to make greater, more numerous, larger, or more intense. As in, the impact of the report was augmented by its timing. Weird examples, people. Number two, to add and augment to. Number three, we just have the synonym supplement. As in, augmented her income. Now we have the intransitive definition, which says, to become augmented. Finally, we have a synonym for all. It is the word increase. Augmenter spelled with an E-R or an O-R, is a noun. And the etymology says it's from Latin augmentum, which means to increase, from augere, which means to increase, and there's more at the word eek, E-K-E. Now we have the second form of augment. It is, actually, the, so the emphasis is different. It, this one is augment. The other one was augment. This is a noun from 1671, a vowel prefixed, or a lengthening of the initial vowel to mark past time, especially in Greek and Sanskrit verbs. Could you please give me an example? No? Okay, thanks. Now we have augmentation. This is a noun from the 14th century. 1a, the act or process of augmenting. 1b, the state of being augmented. Number two, something that augments. Synonym is addition. Now we have augmentative. It is the first form. It is an adjective from the 15th century. One, able to augment. Two, indicating large size and sometimes awkwardness or unattractiveness. And it is used, in, uh, used of words and affixes and compared to the word diminutive. Now we have the second form of augmentative. It is a noun from 1804. An augmentative word or affix. And I need to figure out where we are going to end this episode. We are going to do it there. We're coming up. We're coming up. It's coming up to the end. 
Uh, where did we leave off? We left off there. Now we have to go to the word augmented. This is a, an adjective from the 15th century. In italics, it says, of a musical interval. So that's what we're talking about. The definition, made one half step greater than major or perfect, as in an augmented fifth. Uh, okay, so in music, uh, let's see, how can I describe this quickly? A normal fifth would be a C and a G. Uh, those would be two of the white keys on a piano. The C is the one to the left of the two black keys. And uh, the G is basically four steps up. So they are five, five notes away from each other, kind of, essentially, maybe. Uh, and so when you augment it, you uh, take the, the, the fifth, and you raise it up a half step, so you would take it to a G sharp, also called an A flat. Does that confuse you? Probably. So an augmented fifth, I think, is a C and a G sharp, uh, or an augmented C augmented fifth. That's what that would be. Okay, moving on to augmented matrix. This is a noun from 1861. A matrix whose elements are the coefficients of a set of simultaneous linear equations with the constant terms of the equations entered in and in an added column. And finally, for this episode, we have augmented reality. Uh, this is something that has gotten huge in the last couple of years, and I don't think it's going away. Um, Definitely not going away, not at least for a long, long time until something better comes along. This is a noun from 1993. <clears throat> I have a tickle in my throat. It is an enhanced version of reality created by the use of technology to overlay digital information on an image of something being viewed through a device as a smartphone camera. Also, the technology used to create augmented reality. And my two cents is that it is abbreviated as AR. And I actually just saw a video today uh, where I think Google ha has, um, in their phones or some of their phones, they now have the ability to create depth information because I think their phones have multiple cameras. And so they can tell how far away things are, uh, which is very cool for augmented reality because that means the thing that they put in there, for instance, uh, they, one of the examples they showed was a cat, a digital cat walking around uh, your living room, say, and it now knows where the cat should go, and if something is in front of it, it knows to put the thing, like a chair, in front of the cat. It can do that on the fly. It's crazy. Um, also, they showed pictures of, or showed uh, examples of, like, um, Oh, so many so many different things um like things oh, rain literally rain and um it the rain looking like it's landing on the right spot um given the distance away from you it was super fascinating um so i will maybe pick that as the word of the episode let's see <clears throat> um yeah let's pick augmented reality as the word of the episode um it's 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 very cool. Uh, um, I have I have back and forth feelings about it. Uh, technology in general. Uh, so that's it. Thank you very much for listening. I hope that you have enjoyed your uh, winter solstice. Hey, if you're on the other side of the world, if you're in the southern hemisphere, like Australia and New Zealand, um, <clears throat> this is the longest day of the year for you. So sorry, it's just gonna go downhill from there. Um, but uh, I hope you're enjoying your warm weather. 
You idiots. I want your warm weather. All right. Thank you and goodbye.